0: You, what's good it's your boy, Style 3706? It's the committee podcast. We got Adolphus Savage and Marcus Sniffles here. Today's not going to be a very long podcast. We just want to reflect on some of the events that happened over the weekend in Charlottesville, Virginia. Uh, if you've been living under a rock or you know, been in prison or have access to television or internet, there's been a lot of wild uh I don't even know what to call it, rallies or at least. What, what are these called? What's, what's going on in, in Charlottesville, man? there has been a lot of wild stuff
1: going down. I don't know, like activism? Do you call them
0: like ac- yeah, I, activists? No, I don't
2: know I don't, if, know. I don't know if I'd call, I'd call it. Call it. it. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it's just a rally or a
0: march. Protest, maybe. Well,
2: okay.
0: So th- there's been a lot going down in Charlottesville. So apparently there's white nationalists, quote unquote. Nazis. You know, whatever <laughs> they're they're out there. Uh, they're they're out there with their uh, what has been described tussies. to have what has been described to be tiki torches.
2: Yep, them um, from Party City. Home Depot got them too. They got they got good sales at Home
0: Depot on those tiki torches. I will tell you what. Yeah, they're out there in their slacks and their uh, white collared shirts and uh, their mega hats. Uh, coincidentally white nationalists and quote-unquote Nazis Nazis and you know, masked off classmen all have similar qualities, which is very interesting, so but the the main reason we're here today is first of all, why are these people mad? Why are they mad? Why are Uh, they so angry?
1: It started with the statue thing. I mean, for some reason, I don't know why they can't let go the fact that they lost in the Civil War and like the Confederate flag is is a is the flag of losers. It's not heritage. You fucking lost. So it's like they, they just can't let that go. Um, Robert and Lee, the statue they were supposed to be taking that down in Charlottesville, they actually voted to take it down, and they are out there saying no, you can't erase our history and yada yada yada. But like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Erase yeah, our history?
2: The the Confederate flag is like the equivalent of sending the Super Bowl runner-ups, Super Bowl-winning gear to, like, Ghana. Like, you know, they send, like, you know, that the Falcons Super Bowl-winning gear. They send it off to another country. That's what the Confederate flag is. It's the flag. It's the second-place flag. It's the mascot for coming in second place. And, you know, the whole don't want to race our history, its heritage. Like, you're embarrassing yourself. So you guys lost. Take the L. Get this racist shit out of here. Like, nobody wants to see that.
0: Now, my thing is, when they, they always talk about erasing history, that's why we have history books. It's never going to be erased it's in books just because we don't have a statue or have the names on every other high school to, you know, kind of push that in people's faces. That doesn't mean that it w- won't be forgotten. And my thing is, what is your obsession with, again, taking a loss? What what pride is there to have in that? There's none. If there's an Olympic person loses – they don't really prop up people that lose in the Olympics. They only really worry about the medalists, right? No, Same course. as the Super Bowl. They don't really focus on the team that loses unless it's under you know extreme circumstance, they focus on the winner. So what makes it so important to people like these white nationalists to hold on to an L? Makes you think, is it really about the L? What did that L represent? Why is it so important to you? And This I, is when people on Twitter and Facebook start telling on themselves.
2: I'm I'm kind of curious as to why, why all of a sudden they feel the need to to go out and march like this in public. Like, I want what what happened to make them feel so empowered to go out in the streets and it, you know apparently some, uh, they beat up a guy like tried to beat him to death with poles and hold, hold, hold that thought. I have that guy's name.
0: Continue. I guess yeah, but, anyway.
2: but what I, I just wonder what what had what had to happen to ignite these people to make them want to go out and, you know, march like this. And why are they so proud to have their Nazi tattoos out and their Confederate flags waving? Like, where where is this pride coming from all of a sudden? I, I just don't understand. Like, it's embarrassing. You guys are an embarrassment to this country. You guys aren't making America great again. And you guys are pretty much the reason why it won't be great again because of y'all's ideology. Like the way y'all think, how you think about people of color and certain people's religion is why we ain't going to be nothing.
1: Exactly. And and I'm not going to piggyback on that. Well, yeah, well, I will piggyback on that. It, it is a sad state of affairs that we live in where we do have people who and, and I, I read a tweet earlier and they said wow how, how how the the veterans of the second world war that are still living feel that they fought all all this for this country and for some reason you have people that can condone neo-nazis in this country and they, they claim that they're being patriotic and they're representing america and like, it's just like, are they confused confused or something? I mean, the, what's it called? The Swastika or something like that? Like that, yeah. that's, that means hate. That was a part of Nazi Germany. And you have skinhead, neo-Nazi, uh, you know, left side white people that are out here. You get mad at Colin Kaepernick for kneeling. And say he's disrespecting the flag, but you're out here holding two flags that don't that don't have shit to do with our flag.
2: Yeah, and I just per-
1: don't understand
2: it. It's pretty funny if you get on, get on Twitter and you, you know, search Marshawn Lynch or Colin Kaepernick, and you see people talking about, oh, I don't appreciate right, so give, him. Actually,
0: some backstory to so this. The Marshawn Lynch thing is fairly new, which is going to be a very interesting week in sports and media. Oh yeah.
1: well he now I will say with the Marshawn Lynch
2: but the thing with the if you search Marshawn Lynch or Colin Kaepernick in regards to them uh, kneeling for the anthem and not standing for the pledge or whatever it is if you get on Twitter and search that you'll see most of the people that have an issue that feel like they are being disrespected and the country is being disrespected you can look through those people's time. And I did this this morning because I, I, I woke up and, and saw that Marshawn Lynch didn't stand for the anthem. And apparently he hasn't been doing that for 11 years. Now, they, they have found like two, I think two pictures of him standing for it. But he doesn't, he doesn't do it regularly. Let's just say that. I'm not going to say he's never done it, but he doesn't do it every time. And the people that are the most upset about Marshawn Lynch and Colin Kaepernick, they said nothing about Charlottesville because I look through their timeline. I'll see Marshawn Lynch is a dick. Colin Kaepernick is unpatriotic. And I'll scroll And I don't have to do a lot of scrolling because all this stuff happened within a 24-hour span. Colin Kaepernick and Marshawn Lynch or Marshawn Lynch happened yesterday. The Charlottesville thing happened the day before. These people aren't mad at what happened at Charlottesville. They're not mad about neo-Nazis running the streets, What they're mad about black athletes kneeling for the anthem. That's what they're mad about. That's what they
0: feel the need to talk about. So at, at the moment, I can't find the name of the young man that was beaten severely by a group of, uh, I guess, white nationalists is what they calling themselves. Nazis. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So, this young lady, Heather Hayer, I don't know if y'all saw the video, the graphic video of...
1: Oh, yeah, i seen it.
0: Yeah, one of these uh quote-unquote white nationalists. Nazis. Running over 20 people, injuring 19, and killing one. And the young lady, his name is Heather Hayer. Rest in peace to her. Yep, and James, James Fields Jr. from Ohio
1: uh was the culprit behind it. Actually, they said he came through at about 40 miles per hour ran over those people backed up and then did it again and left
0: hmm. yeah with the what's that guy's name uh james fields jr yeah so if, if james fields jr's name was uh let's say abdul Mohammed, i wonder how they would frame this uh, little incident because right now it's just saying he is a a murderer or you know uh, uh,
1: innocent some, some in, some in, in a
0: innocent in of proven guilty, but it, it seems like uh, if this was framed a little different. Yeah. The story and the narrative would be a bit heavily slanted to paint a very, very different picture, which is also interesting. It's also yeah. interesting. I'm not going to say his name, but 45. Uh, he, he is condoning the violence, right? But he's not acknowledging the reason behind the violence which is very very disingenuous you know what I'm saying it's, it's the yeah. same it's the same kind of rhetoric with Colin Kaepernick
1: and actually David Duke is actually speaking out about it and that's uh, in and that's sense. shameful yeah in, in a sense it's like D- David Duke is kind of insinuating like hey you know we have put you in office I mean you better
2: keep your mouth shut yeah you you know what it is you know who pays your bills mm-hmm and that's that's the that's the embarrassing part about 45 is just that he has no problem talking hella reckless about people. He talked about um McCain talking about, oh, we don't acknowledge war veterans that got caught, that you ain't no war veteran, you soft or whatever. He ain't have wow. no problem, he ain't had no problem coming after that reporter with the the physical disabilities. He had no problem making fun of that dude. He ain't got no problem going at the Pope. He has no problem going at the media. And he stooped low to take a shot at Meryl Streep, like he was talking hella spicy to her. And he talks more reckless about Saturday Night Live, how they portray him. But the moment Nazis, white nationalists, alt right gets on TV, running people over, having beating you know, people beating with beating with people half to death with pipes and doing all this other stuff, it's oh, there's there's many sides to the violence and we have to unite as a country but I'm not going to denounce the Nazis that put me in office like get out of here man no, no,
0: so y'all that don't know who David Duke is uh, if you check his Wikipedia it reads David Ernest Duke is an American white nationalist uh, politician uh, anti-Semitic conspiracy theorist <laughs> Holocaust denier convicted felon De- wait denier? what the hell? And, <laughs> and former imperial wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. Hey, and he K-K-K was a big game and he was a big endorser of uh, 45. so again I I'm, I'm starting to get one of those you know that meme with the guy with all the the strings and the pins on the board like oh wow it just seems like white nationalists 45 supporters Nazis it just seems like they all have something in common dog Abby Twitter too it's like there's just something about them I can't I can't, I can't put my thumb on, like, what is what is the same about all these characters? Why won't he say he, he don't fuck with them? Just say you don't fuck with those
2: dudes, 45. Just say it one time. Say, like, you know what? I don't bang with white nationalists. I'm not cool with the KKK. Why can't you say it? Why is it so hard for you to say that? They going to pull the plug on your funding or something? Like, what's going on, man? Now
0: they're going to drop them piss tapes. That's what they're going to do.
2: I mean, I'm dropping peepee tapes. I'm not going. I'm not going to kink shame here, but you know that would be that wouldn't be a good look for 45. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not a good look for 45. Not a good look for you, bruh. Not a good look. Now
0: the thing is also uh, with with it being quote unquote two sided. So I'm I'm scrolling through the old timeline, scrolling, 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 and there was a picture that uh, a site I follow on Twitter, I believe it's the New Jersey. uh, some sort of New Jersey publication, but you know, they paint the story about this incident in Charlottesville and coincidentally, it seemed the only photo they could find to uh, kind of put a face on this incident was a picture of a African-American with no shirt on. Oh, NewJersey.com. There you go. Follow them on Twitter, but I'm about to block them because they're hot trash. They'll actually get the worst tweet of the week. So the, the caption of the tweet says, Trump condemns violence on many sides and deadly Char- Charlottesville riot. So you have a group of white people uh, swinging a Confederate flag, an African-American with no shirt on, pants sagging, and he seems to have a makeshift flamethrower. Now granted, people will see stuff like this, stupid uneducated people, and say, oh, look at this. Look at this Negro inciting riots, inciting violence bro in the picture there's literally an old man standing next to him it doesn't look like anybody is about that action it looks like the dude is just kind of joking with the people and to be honest a makeshift flamethrower probably poses more more danger to the guy using it than to the people he's actually spraying it it's not even within a foot of the person he's spraying like it's not even posing a threat but it's shameful that they would post this picture when you could have and i clearly put in their thread multiple at least five or six other pictures that they could have used to include people holding tiki co- torches, angry white men with bad haircuts, angry white men with bad collar shirts and MAGA hats, just a lot of angry white men. But it's like the one picture that you chose to use was of an African American looking very crazy. Like it, it yeah, just,
1: they're gonna send the towel on us, like
0: oh, you, well, you well, well, what, well, one more, one more they could have used was the uh, African American cop that is. Uh, protecting what seems to be a man with a uh, red KKK costume, Confederate flags, I see some uh, Caucasians doing the Hail Hitler sign, and uh, this African American is uh, protecting them, doing his job, protecting their right to act a fool, but Colin Kaepernick can't take a knee for the flag, hmm, very interesting.
1: Tell you, man, it's honestly just getting ridiculous. Some of the things that that are just even out here, and like I said, it, you watch the way that they're gonna spin it, and in weeks to come, months to come, it'll be the the white supremacist. Actually, they'll just say, um, "Protesters were marching peacefully until Black Lives Matter." cliques and gangs came and, and started doing all this stuff. You, you know
0: it's sad it happens, man. Mm. It's, it just is what it is. And that's another thing. I'm getting tired. And again, I'm not trying. This is we're probably getting back to the field of being the racist uh, anti-white podcast, which is not the case. Again, we're still waiting for anybody that supports Trump that is not African-American or even is African-American to come on this podcast and, and defend, uh, damn, I said his name, defend 45s, uh, defend, his, uh, defend what's going on in this country, man. Like, a lot of people, and I, I have to say, it, this dude is white. He, in one hand, and this is the part that, that kind of bothers me, is that in one hand, you put down the white supremacist. You say, hey, I don't appreciate what you're doing. That's not right. But in the same breath, you try to say that Black Lives Matter organization is equally to blame and i'm looking at these people like okay a white supremacist groups they have a long body count very long body they got
2: numbers on the board (laughs) they got numbers they've been doing numbers for a long time
0: they got more bodies than dexter does right and then there's a long history of flat-out acceptance of that behavior like how long have you been dealing with the kkk how long has this been going on? This has been going on for for long over a hundred
1: years. Yeah, it's been long over
0: hundred longer long than I've been alive. Plus, yeah, it's
1: been about maybe about one forty. They they started like right when the uh, Civil War ended. That's when they really started to pop up and 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 they got really active uh, around the Great Depression as well. So they they've been around over a hundred years. Never been labeled as a terrorist group until now. They're starting to push for it um you know ne- never hey we need to we need to stop what these people are doing any of that because they don't care like I looked at my Facebook today
2: delete Facebook. and I've been
1: nah I can't because we need that pr- for promotional purposes but I would go on my Facebook today and you know I've been talking about my stance on Colin Kaepernick a lot of other stuff that's been going on in the black community and I see certain white people that I have that are friends that go and what they do is they, they just ignore it. They don't say anything at all. If I say something else, they'll comment or like or, hey, Adolphus, whatever. So I see today I have posted something about the Marshawn Lynch thing. And I see maybe 30 minutes later, this other guy that I used to work with posted the james harrison where he said hey you better stand for that flag the only reason that you're not is if you're in a wheelchair i see hella white people i know supporting that and it's like man come on like it is it it just kind of behooves me that they can act so naive as to what's going on or they can pretend like they're just so dumb That they don't see what it means if the guy came out and said it's not about the military you have veterans that support it but it's like y'all will support everything else or or just turn a blind eye to anything that goes on um in our in our communities and it's just sickening man like i actually want to just go through and just delete all the white people off my facebook because i just don't know are you guys plants? Are you real? Are you fake? What's are you down for the
2: cause? Do you hate me? Do you love me? It's I mean, it's, I just, it's really easy to ignore certain things when it doesn't affect you. Like if you're a Caucasian male or even a female, seeing the KKK out here loud and proud doing whatever it is that they do, that that doesn't really affect you. They don't have any issues with you. They're not going to come. And burn your house down. They're not gonna set fire to your churches. They're not gonna put a cross in your yard. They're not gonna, you know, drag your husband or wife out by his feet and drag him behind a truck. They're not gonna do that to you. So you don't care. And that's why I kinda I I try I try to acknowledge other people's struggle, even if it doesn't affect me. Like I'm not, I'm not gay, I'm not a woman, I'm not Muslim, I'm not Middle Eastern, I'm not Hispanic. But if something is happening to them, then we should stand up for them also, even if it doesn't affect us. Because at some point, that train is coming back around and it's going to get us. And they don't, what, what do they say? Like, uh, you know, sexism and racism and homophobia. All those, that, they're all cousins. They're all in the same family. And they sure so if, if someone hates gay people, they for sure hate black people too. If they hate black people, they hate Mexicans also. They don't just be like, you know what? I don't fuck with black people, but those Mexicans, I like them. They don't do that. They hate everybody. And this
1: is my thing, because I do have some Mexican friends that are married into white families or or things like that. That that seems like something really common, honestly. And I, I hate to just point that out. But to me, it also seems weird that you'll have a person that may be of Mexican or Spanish descent. And you'll have white people or 45 talking directly about your race recklessly. But yet, and still, you'll still support him because now you've married a white person and now you're better than a Mexican. And There's I also a, find that
2: weird, too. It doesn't protect you. It doesn't make you any better. You're still Hispanic. Like, they're at the end of the day, they're going to treat you the same way. Sure like, maybe maybe not when you're with your you know white spouse, but behind closed doors, they're calling you whatever slurs they call Hispanics. They're going to still call you that. They're going to still refer to you as an immigrant and an illegal alien or whatever it is that they say.
0: Now, again, what you were saying regarding uh, people on Facebook, and I might I might put myself out there on this one. I might post this one and let everybody see this. My thing is. Be consistent, have the same energy for other topics. Like, again, I'll go and I do the same thing that Marcus does with Twitter and on Facebook. I'll scroll through people's timelines to see see what the temperature is like. It seems like a lot of people have things to say about blue lives matter until that blue life is a different shade or color. Cool, so do blue lives really matter or do blue lives matter when their pigment looks like yours? All right, cool. Yeah, you'll see people that, you know, when the Colin Kaepernick thing happens, like Adolphus said, they have no comment. It just gets dead silent. But they didn't have that same energy with the Kaepernick situation, with the Charlottesville situation in the same breath Like, Look, it's two sides of the coin. You can't be vocal on one side of the coin. And when the other side flips up and it's in your face and it makes you uncomfortable, you can't not say anything. It is okay as a white person to say that, hey, white people are wilding out. You're actually probably gonna get a lot more respect for saying that. You don't have to feel guilty. Like it's it's the mentality, like, oh well, well, my, my parents didn't own slaves, so I shouldn't I shouldn't have to hear about slavery and stuff like that. Well, your parents might not have owned slaves, but your parents' 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 parents parents not have owned slaves. Not saying you're directly responsible for that, but it it's it's at the point where I feel as a, as a white person, you should go out of your way to make you know black and black brown people feel comfortable, right? Like an example, I'm, I'm going to cut you off. An example I'll use is like if I'm at the gym working out, if there's a, a machine with a young lady on there where her backside is facing me and I'm directly behind her, I'm not going to work on the machine until she's done because I don't want to make her feel uncomfortable. Not that I'm going to be doing anything malicious It's one of those things like, hey, I'm not going to do this just because it makes you, it could make you feel uncomfortable or give a sense that I'm, you know, maybe violating you or making you feel a certain type of way. I feel that white folks with the Charlottesville situation, you shouldn't be silent. This is something that you should go into your work center and speak about. It's something that's happening in real life. Hey, man, reach out to somebody different in your office and say, hey, you know, how do you feel about that Charlottesville situation? I condemn it. I don't think it's right and I don't stand for that. I represent that. That's not a bad thing. You'll actually be looked at better by people that don't look like you by saying stuff like that. You don't have to be silent on the issue, but let somebody let Mike Big kill some dogs. Let Mike Big do something. Let somebody you know uh, you know rob a bank or sell drugs. Or something something like that. Something involving you know typical, not typical, but things that people that don't look like you do. Then you have all the comments. You got all the you got all the tweets. You got all the all the likes. All the crazy faces. But when something that happens with people that look like y'all, you get silent and that's unacceptable, flat what? out unacceptable. And, and I'm at the point now that if I don't start seeing people having the same energy on their timeline with things like the Charlottesville, I'm just going to block you. I'm not going to block you. to you off my page So I can tell you're not a real person. Not a person that I need to associate because at the end of the day, I can't really tell if you got my back if things go down. You know what I'm saying? Definitely.
2: Um... I mean, when it comes to the Charlottesville thing, it's it's just it's an, it's eye opening to see how many people are silent about that. And it goes back to, you know, well, my great grandparents had known slaves, but I, I, I saw a sign that said the only the only thing that could end white supremacy is white people. And I was kind of thinking about it's it like, they, yeah, that kind of makes sense, because if you think about back in sla- like slavery lasted for a very long time. Now, did every white person own slaves? No. But if the people that didn't own slaves would have spoke up and said something, slavery ends a lot quicker, a lot faster. It's, it's over. But people are just like, well, I, I don't have slaves. It doesn't affect me, so I'm just going to go about my day. And that's, that's how stuff like this continues to keep going when people don't say anything. If you If you walk by someone that's getting harassed on the train or or in the uber or at the club then that stuff is going to keep going the people and, and and those people see you like these people out at charlottesville these nazis going on these rallies when they see that you're not saying anything negative about them when they they see 45 on tv not condemning their actions they're like okay well they must think it's fine i'm just going to keep doing it if, if your great-great-grandfather didn't have slaves, but his, his best friend and his neighbor had a slave, his best friend and neighbor's like, well, old Hank next door hasn't said nothing about the slave, so why should I get rid of him? He doesn't have a problem with it.
1: And to me, I kind of feel like it, it's almost like being an accessory to a crime. If, if someone, like even the situation where they were beating up the young teen. If you turn your uh, blind eye to it, then you should be just as guilty as anybody else. You should feel just as guilty as anybody else. And I think that's really one of the main problems that we have. Uh, What's up, Cam? That's one of the main problems that we have is you have a list of people who just turn a blind eye like, okay, it doesn't affect me, doesn't affect my pocket, so I don't care. And I just think that that's just a real problem. And and I hate it, it's because it's it's so many people that I have known in my lifetime. And I like to actually call myself a pretty diverse person. I've had all white friends, I've been able to to, to go to different places where I've hung out with different Spanish people and just different things like that. And it's just a real shame that now everything I do, I have to scrutinize, okay, how down are you? Or or how good of a friend are you? If you would sit there and hang with these people or condone these other people's actions, but turn a blind eye when we need you. Like, I would actually, like, I, I've considered unfollowing and blocking uh, a few other white people on my page. But it's almost like I would kind of like to know What are your real feelings on what's going on in Charlottesville? How are you condoning this behavior and why turn a blind eye to it and act like it doesn't exist?
0: You know what? We should do what's called the Charlottesville challenge. Everybody out there, let's do the Charlottesville challenge. Go into your work center anytime, the rest of the week, the rest of the month, maybe as long as you want to. Go ask a random person in their office or your work center, your truck, whatever, your cubicle, Ask them how they feel about the Charlottesville Center. Like go out of your way to uh set some time, maybe at lunch, have the potentially uncomfortable conversation with them. And if they don't know what happened in Charlottesville, educate them and then ask what their opinion is. Well, let's see how that works. Because dialogue and conversation is what we need to have to try to eliminate some of these issues. But again, it's it's sad that it falls. Kind of on us to initiate those conversations because if we don't say anything, it'll be swept under the rug because they can ignore it exactly because it doesn't affect them. And if
2: you're going to do this Charlottesville challenge, make sure you ask someone who doesn't look like you.
0: There you go. And You know what? It once you do that, you know, add us on Twitter, add us on Instagram, comment in the committee lounge, and, and let us know how it goes. I really want to see, you know, check people's symptoms, see what's really going on out here. And, and that's a good way to gauge how people really, really feel about some of these issues, which is really important. Real quick, shout out to this stupid ass lady on Instagram. <laughs> Her name is at J-A-M-Y 208. She's clearly, again, it's hard to kind of tell if people are racist. She might not be a racist, but she wears a racist costume on Twitter. So she's <laughs> she's pro pro 45 hashtag MAGA, hashtag blue lives matter, and those are all the telltale signs of somebody that might say the word nigger at home. So one of her many terrible tweets is, she put bitter towards dumbasses who hate America, leave politics out of sports, hashtag just saying they don't mix, tars are going to be tars, hashtag dumbass, hashtag March on Liz. Now let's, let's dissect what she's saying. The main the main part that I that I caught my eye out of many of this many of the stupid tweets she had is leave politics out of sports, right? Cool. These are her words. This is what she said, right? So I respond to her saying, so when Tom Brady had his Make America Great Again hat in full display during a televised interview, did you have do you have the same energies towards him as you have towards Marshawn Lynch? Because by having that hat displayed in his locker that is bringing politics in the sports so how, how do you feel about that she didn't really have a uh, intelligent response it was i think she shot me a middle finger and <laughs> called me a dumbass or
2: something like that they, so, usually, they usually don't have the best uh responses and i i don't want to i'm not going to go off on this just to interject i don't i don't understand what it means when people say keep politics out of sports like kneeling for the anthem how is that politics they're not having a presidential debate they're not going over legislation they're making a statement uh people marginalized people getting treated unfairly in this country is not a political issue it's a human issue it's not politics yeah if anything is politics standing for the national anthem before every game is politics so the nfl is bringing Mm -hmm. politics into sports
0: that is true that is very true so you can't have you can't eat it in situations like this you got you got to pick a side and there's only one side like uh, former vice president joe biden tweeted and if you can if you can even take if you even use one whatever you measure brain power one ounce of brain power to try to argue the charlottesville size of thing then you're wrong plain and simple. They
1: 100% they're going to avoid that conversation and they'll wait for the next thing to go down, but they're, they're going to avoid Charlottesville. They'll act like it never existed here shortly. Um, just like with uh, a lot of the killings, the Orlando Brown, the uh, the Castile, Philippe, Philandro Castile, when they know they're wrong, they'll just avoid it.
2: It's also very, yeah. it's very telling that 45, who is the king of Twitter fingers hasn't really been tweeting really kind of been silent on the Twitter sphere. Like he ain't talking reckless on Twitter. Like he normally does. Why is that? Why is he not doing that? Why hasn't he said much about this? Like you said, had Muhammad Akbar drove his pickup truck and ran over some people, he'd be all over the Twitter. His Twitter fingers would have been moving hella crazy, but you know, it it didn't happen. And the last thing I'll say on it is, well, not on Charlottesville, but just on Forty Five. I'm, I, I'm mad, I'm mad that this last season of Scandal is not going to be good anymore. Like if we, if if Hillary would have won the election, Scandal could have did all the craziness that they wanted to, but because Forty Five won, anything anything they do that they think is outside the box is not because real life is crazier than anything they could have written on TV. If they'd have had an episode about a neo-Nazi rally going on, and the president not denouncing them, if that had been an episode on scandal, I'd be like, you know what? Y'all are just taking it a little too far. That's unrealistic. But it actually happened. And now, now scandal's ruined. The final season of scandal ruined, thank you, 45.
0: Yeah, so it's one more thing. So as far as people using what little of their brain that they have to try to defend the Charlottesville thing, there's a guy on, Facebook. I'm not going to put his name out because I don't know if I get sued or whatever. But uh, one of my my friends was talking about essentially what we're talking about, how people have a different energy towards the Charlottesville situation as far as not mentioning it at all on Facebook. But again, when Colin Kaepernick sat and then compromised, took a knee, they had all the fire comments, all the fire think pieces, all the fire posts. But for now, they're silent. So this guy said, unfortunately, the ones who vehemently criticize Black Lives Matter, the others do it because of how Black Lives Matter uses tragic events to play the race card and further their agendas. Doesn't make it right on either account. Hate is hate, no matter the color, race or religion. Once people realize that maybe we will be better able to get the root of the problem. Wow, this dude can't type. In my opinion, white supremacist groups are no better than Black Lives Matter. Both are trying to use race to divide us instead of uniting us. So what I responded was essentially because this guy, after I flamed him, he deleted all of his posts. God damn. (laughs) So I said, you in no way, shape, fashion, or form could put Black Lives Matter and any white supremacist group in the same playing field because white supremacist hate groups, like I said earlier, they have a body count and a long history of accepted hate and hate practices. Black Lives Matter is just trying to get rights and equal treatment for people that don't look like people in those groups. Plus, they have zero body count. Black Lives so, Matter has been around for like
2: three, four years. Four years, yeah. Not oh, yeah. that long. And KKK has been out here cooking for a long time. So, and so
0: again, to dissect some of the things he said, he said Black Lives Matter uses tragic events to play the race card and further their chains. So I replied again, I think this is the the reply that actually got him to lead his comments. So I was like, dang, I had to think because unfortunately there's so many black people and people of color that have been been murdered senselessly that it's hard to remember all these names. So if you're like me that's heavy on the Twitters, engaging with some of these crazy uh, racist folks, I have a new tab in my notes section called Evidence. So every time something that, like this happens or a situation that is, uh, let's see, racially fueled in a certain direction, I just start saving posts and I start taking notes. So he said that Black Lives Matter uses tragic events to further their agenda, correct? Right, okay, cool, cool, cool. Uses tragic events, right? And he actually went to say that, uh, what he said because he deleted it. I can't remember. He said that we, uh, damn, I think he said we stage events, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I went to, to respond, so I was like, okay, so Trayvon Martin's murder was staged, Sandra Bland's murder was staged, Eric Garner's murder was staged, Mike Brown's murder was staged, Tamir Rice's murder was staged, Freddie Gray's murder was staged. Along with some other, I'm like I could do this all day because there's a whole list of African Americans or people of color who were murdered by a certain group of people that have certain beliefs, certain ideals. But Black Lives Matter is just as bad as white supremacist hate groups. Really, black 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 Lives Matters
2: uh, ruining the nation. They are dividing yeah. this nation. Man. You know, being being upset about. People being killed unjustly is the same as tearing families apart and lynching them. That's they're on equal ground. That's basically what he's saying. Lynching someone is the same as calling out uh, a system of injustice. Okay, I I got you. It's the same thing.
0: Yeah. So shout out to Charlottesville also like uh, you, you can. And again, the thing is, in this day and age, there are receipts for everything. There are always receipts. So you can look at the pictures of Charlottesville with all the losers with their tiki torches. Um, I, I didn't see, uh, I didn't see one tank. I didn't see one bomb of tear gas thrown. I didn't see one rubber bullet shot, not one dog sent out. I didn't see a large police present presence either. Hmm. So when there are people peacefully protesting in cities like, uh, you know, uh, and what was the city of Missouri? Ferguson. Yeah, in Ferguson. Uh, uh, and also in Baltimore, after uh, the young man got his neck snapped in the back of the police paddy wagon. Uh, That's I Freddie Gray, right? Freddie Gray. I seem to see pictures of tanks, tear gas, heavy police presence, uh, body armor, face shields for uh, peaceful protests. But you have wild... Khaki white polo, maga hat, wearing people with, with teeth, torches, with torches, which is clearly a weapon, acting a wild fool, and the cops are just kind of like, oh, all right. I think eighteen hours later, the governor declared the the city in a state of emergency. I'm like, you don't say, really? Took you that long to figure out this is probably not a good thing. But let a couple of Black people get together, you know, to protest, let's say with Flando Castile, a murderer on tape in all hell breaks loose. Like another thing, so they're going to have a rally for uh, Colin Kaepernick at the NFL headquarters. And we've, we've spoken on this before. I'm curious to see if the police have the same energy they had in Charlottesville, As they're going to have in New York City. Because if I see one cop, one tank police force. Bruh, it's it's sad that just when you see a group of black people, you automatically got to assume the worst. When we clearly have, again, more receipts. What was that young man that got hit in the head with the pipe by those uh, white nationalists?
1: I'm not sure of his name.
0: Well, whatever his name is, there's clearly a picture of this man's, what what used to be a braid on the front of his head that's now a bloody pile of meat and blood gushing down his face and a a video of multiple uh, white nationalists beating him with poles and maybe some pvc pipes one dude even went as far to have a hard hat on to protect him as he's beating the shit out of somebody so
1: yep because of course if they find you by yourself they're no longer cowards and they will react it's just crazy i mean i remember being here for the being here where i'm at in charlotte being here for the Keith Lamont Scott protest. And it was like the first night, it was actually peaceful, but it was still a lot of cops out. And then after a while, um, one thing the media isn't showing, um, white people came, started the, start, kind of started the fights with the black people and the Black Lives Matter movement, which is another thing that's different is with the Black Lives Matter, you'll have people of all races supporting this like it's not just black people it'll be black people white people hispanic people asians just whomever they they want the equal they they believe in the equal treatment when it's a white power protest it's just white people you don't never you don't you won't see one nigga around for that but like i said they they kind of started the fight And then from there, you know, it just got blown out of proportion. We just kept fighting. It was always police. They ended up bringing in, of course, the tanks and the different things like that. And the rest is history.
2: Yeah, I think the I think the scariest thing is that not just that there's neo-Nazis out walking around proudly, you know, holding rallies. But, you know, those those neo-Nazis could be your future governor or mayor or even the president, like, there might be a time where 20 years from now, someone's going to be running for office, a public office. We're going to Google their name and that picture is going to show up and they're going to be there and they can still win. And that, that's the scariest part of it. It's when people talk about, you know, these 45 supporters, they talk about them as if they're, they're all trailer park, you know, Living in trailer parks, eating mayonnaise sandwiches, banging out their sister in the next room—all of them aren't like that. There's a lot of them that are lawyers and doctors,
0: yeah, and, well, and, and
2: working poli- politics and you know, working the justice system, working schools, counselors—they they work in positions where they can affect someone's life and livelihood, and they're out here marching with neo Nazis, and that's that's the scary part, honestly.
1: You know, the crazy thing is you have a person like a Trump, I'm sorry, 45 is in the office now, and he has supporters that were along those lines already in his back pocket, and we still let that slip up and let him get in.
2: They're how do you, how you, how you let this dude cook like that? Like, the, like KKK members and founders and grand wizards, they're out here saying like, yo, we bang with Trump. Trump is who we want to win. We want Trump to win. The KKK says this. Now, for me, if I'm supporting something and I look to my left and my right and there's KKK members and neo-Nazis around saying, yeah, we support that too. We want that too. I'm going to start questioning what I'm doing. Like, what am I doing that these two groups of people are agreeing with me? I don't, I, you, I don't know how you let that, how you let that ride.
0: Yeah, so uh, on another note, I know uh, Dolphins was talking about uh, the incident that happened in uh, Charlotte with the with the processors of the guy that was shot. So I don't know if y'all are paying attention. to kept up with the story. Uh, former Tulsa police officer Betty Shelby, who again on tape shot Terrence Crusher because she felt threatened when there's clearly no threat to be had on video. Has not only been reinstated to her job as a police officer after like, apparently she couldn't handle a, a routine traffic stop with multiple cops on scene and a helicopter and felt the need to shoot, shoot a guy in plain, plain, plain sight with no, no visible threat to her life. She's reinstated and now she will be speaking at a cop convention. So what a great role model for young up and coming cops or whoever she's speaking to. Oh, speaking about 4,000 officers, there you go. To, uh, I guess, I don't know, maybe educate them on how to uh, get away with murder. So, yeah, and you wonder why Cap no. You wonder why Cap took him. And even to the people that are mad about the pig socks, I mean, if the shoe fits, wear it. I'm not saying all cops are bad, but I mean, if somebody's a bad apple, you lay them a bad apple. You can't be mad at Kaepernick because he called a spade a spade. If you're mad at stuff like that about him, you're really telling about yourself
1: agreed with that one agreed on that one
0: so yeah that's that's pretty much what we have for right now i just wanted to get get that off our chest so again if you hear this you know if you have any comments we're, we're ready and willing to discuss but please believe a if you come with that reckless wild shit on my page you will get that free smoke b I will screenshot everything you say. So if you delete it, I will continue to flame you after the fact. <laughs> and then C, I will block you and move from my page if you have nothing to strike you bring to conversation. So again, and, and I don't do it out of out of malice. I do it from an educational standpoint because like the gentleman on Facebook who deleted all of his posts, he he generally thought he was right until you presented him with facts. Then he realized, hey, I'm an idiot. Now, instead of deleting your, your post and continue, and not responding to anybody else, it, it's not hard to say, you know what? I didn't know this. Acknowledge you were wrong. Acknowledge you were wrong and say, hey, now that I know, I will carry myself or maybe try to think in a different mindset. But you know what? He's just going to be a worm. Continue to think that way and just post reckless comments somewhere else. That's and, be accepted, and be accepted by the people that think like, like him and that are, you know, they're stupid. Plain and simple. And, and, and again, my thing with racism, if you really think about it and talk to some of these people, it comes down to two things. A combination of three things. Either A, you're stupid, you're just flat out racist. No, you're stupid, damn. I don't know. I don't remember what it was. But it's three things. Either you're stupid or you're just racist. It's one of the two. It is one of the two. Because if you see the facts presented to you, in front of you, and you just continue to ignore it, then you're just racist. Or you're both. It's, it's one of the three things. Stupid, you're racist, or you're a combination of the both. So figure out which one you are. If you're on the stupid side, educate yourself and don't be stupid anymore. And then you probably won't be racist. God bless.
2: Yeah. Admitting that you're wrong is the hardest thing to do on, to do on the Internet. It's, it's damn near impossible. Apparently so. I think it's, it's either... It's a combination of being... Racist, stupid, and just not caring. Some people just don't care. And that dude probably just didn't know about all that stuff that happened because he doesn't care. Yeah. So Adolf, I, I will,
1: a shout out to yourself. Um, I'm going to have to kind of get like you and and create me a uh, a evidence folder as well, just because you're right. It's so much stuff that goes on. It it makes it so much
0: easier. It's like, oh, you want to talk about black parents not in the home or black fathers not in the home? Let me show you this link where it shows that black parents or black fathers are actually in the home more than uh, other races. Hmm interesting yeah.
1: go ahead and send me a copy of that link please I, I well the 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 setup I would love to have it um but that's all I got for today
2: yeah just if if you're out here like in Charlottesville or even I guess there's something going on in Seattle now too like yeah I read that just, too on Twitter yeah like wherever you're at man just just be safe out here man like you don't you don't have to be you don't have to be out here in these streets all the time like if you if you're, you know, an activist or whatnot, and you you feel that strongly that you need to go out there and 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 stand up to to neo Nazis and all that stuff, I mean, more power to you, man. But just just know that you don't you don't you don't have to. Just save it for another day, man, because we can't we can't have people out here getting killed by by Nazis and and the KKK. Just you know. Try to. I don't want to sound like you know a, a pacifist who's like, oh, well, if the the Nazis, the KKK is running down the streets, you know, go inside and hide and hide under your pillow and wait for them to go away. I don't want to come off like that, but I also don't want people to put themselves needlessly in in harm's way if they don't have to. I, I prefer that you guys stay alive and keep you know talking and and marching, protesting peacefully away from these these crazy people because it's it's clearly not safe out here i'm sure that girl the, the girl that got ran over that died in that car accident
1: yeah heather I, heiner, I, or heiner yeah or something.
2: i'm sure she did not wake up that morning thinking that oh i'm gonna go to this protest and i'm gonna i'm gonna die she didn't think that and she did so you know just just be safe out there
0: yeah so one last thought for me is that shout out to to the at on twitter is at Yes, You're Racist. So I guess this page, what they're doing right now is they are finding uh, people in these pictures at these alt-right uh, movements or that alt-right uh, convention or all these alt-right clown people. So <laughs> shout out to your Racist, Yes, You're Racist on Twitter. They're actually getting the people in these pictures at the Charlottesville… Uh, White Nationalists Convention or whatever it was, and they're finding who they are, finding who they are in real life, finding the real names, and posting it on the internet so people can uh, hopefully try to get them fired. So they're out here doing God's work, you know. So we appreciate that. Twitter shout out That's to y'all because again, these people are in our community. They they shouldn't they shouldn't have a voice. They shouldn't be in positions of power, or be able to teach our kids or you know quote unquote enforce the laws so shout out shout out to them for doing for doing god's work out here exposing these uh hashtag white nationalists so uh yeah that's all we got man charlottesville challenge it's gonna be podcast we out peace